Hi, everybody. Welcome to For Such a Time as This. I'm Cynthia Connor Goyang, author of Three Nights in Manford in Just One Touch. Grab a copy on Amazon, Kindle, or Audible. Church, the last few years have been very difficult for almost everyone. And during these difficult times, one thing I'm sure that we have all noticed is that America has descended into a land of finger pointers. Every group of people, it seems, is engaged in pointing fingers at the opposing group, shouting vulgarities, calling names, threatening, and even carrying out violence toward one another. Standing and pointing the finger, one person or group says to the other, It's all your fault. We are right. You are wrong. Republicans against Democrats. Democrats against Republicans. Whites against Blacks. Blacks against Whites. Vaccinated against unvaccinated. Unvaccinated against vaccinated. Or the finger pointer points out, you did something terrible. Five. Ten. Fifteen. 20 years ago, so therefore, you are now undeserving of anything good. Oh my. The finger pointing in America has grown and grown, grown. It has now reached ridiculous proportions. Pointed fingers of accusation, pointed fingers of superiority, be it racial, political, socioeconomic, etc. Pointed fingers of past wrongs. Pointed fingers. Church? Has this spirit of finger-pointing infiltrated the church? Is it in our midst? Are we engaged in this activity as much as the world? Adding weight, as it were, to another man's woes? Brothers and sisters, It ought not to be. This is something that God absolutely hates. Isaiah says, Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am, if you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger. In speaking wickedness, then your light shall dawn in the darkness. God didn't call us to join in the world's ways. This tendency, this habit of pointing fingers will never bring about the righteousness of God. The Lord has called his people to walk in love, to be the salt of the earth, to be a city set on a hill which cannot be hidden. Rather than wickedly pointing the finger, we are to speak the truth in love. We can bludgeon someone with the truth void of love, or we can speak flowery, ethereal love and exclude God's truths. Let's do both. Speak God's truth with God's love. You see, it's all about the heart's motivation. Finger pointers' motivation demonstrates superiority, a judgmental attitude. Finger pointers expose another's nakedness or vulnerability. Finger pointers simply downright gossip. Here's how our Lord handled finger pointing. 
Listen up. Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning, he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon gathered, and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees bought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer, so he stood up again and said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. You see, God is our only judge, and our God is full of grace and mercy. Those that speak the truth in love will approach another person with love, respect, a humble spirit, careful speech, trembling as it were, so as to lovingly bring the other God-loved person to a knowledge of the truth. Here's how our Lord spoke the truth in love. In John 4, it states that when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The woman said, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus said, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons in his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship 
what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is Spirit, and His worshipers must worship in the Spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that the Messiah called Christ is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. A little later, we see the effect of the Lord speaking the truth in love to the Samaritan woman. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. Ah, truth in love. Indeed, church, God did not call us to finger point. Finger pointing will never, ever bring God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Finger pointing creates division. A house, a nation, the church divided against itself cannot stand. We've all done it. Let's all put away finger pointing. The Lord is calling us instead to walk and to speak the truth in love. The Lord is calling us to pray. Let's seek his face until he comes and showers righteousness upon us. Yes, he will restore that which is right. He will bring to bear the truth in his love. In Second Chronicles 7.14, the Lord says that if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Yes, let's take that prayerful posture instead of the haughty judgmental posture of finger pointing. God is our only judge. Let us not bite on one another lest we devour one another. Let us instead be co-laborers, not fruit assessors, but fruit bearers to God's great glory. We've got a hurting world right in front of us. Look around you, for the fields are white for harvest. Put away the pointing finger. The Lord has called us all for such a time as this. He's calling us all to be the salt, to be the light, to minister with love to hurting humanity. Let us put away the finger pointing and bow before the Lord for such a time as this. It is he who will restore our hearts. It is he who will restore our homes. It is he who will restore our streets. And it is he who will restore America. Dear Lord, forgive us for finger pointing. Deliver us. Create within us clean hearts, O Lord. Renew a right spirit within us. Enable us to speak the truth in love, to be, to go, to do 
of your good purpose for such a time as this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to For Such a Time as This. Thank you.